Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be uh, your your host and uh, and compadre here for the next two hours or so. I'll be holding your hand. We'll be singing Kumbaya. By the time we're done, you know, we'll be old friends. Uh, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots sitting in here with me today on my right. The right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. This time live. Live, 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 live. How are you uh, doing today in the uh, in the in the world of Earl? How's things in the world of Earl? I guess I should ask. Same old, same old. Traffic sucks. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I called you yesterday. Uh, <laughs> listen, wanted I uh, to, wanted to commiserate my pain. Oh huh? man, folks, I uh, I had to drive up uh, up the spine of Florida, uh, up the center, going up the uh, the old uh, the turnpike. And the old uh, I seventy five, which is which is the it comes in uh, right at the end of our turnpike here in Florida, the Ronald Reagan turnpike, might I add. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I started. I was watching uh, watching my uh, my my, uh, my map app, my traffic app, right? Right. And uh, uh, as I, as I'm getting to that merge point, and it says it's a, it's a key point, it's where the turnpike ends and it, and it starts onto I seventy five. And for the most part, ninety nine percent of the people are going north. Uh, it's just the way the you know the, the the fork comes together there, and um, it just went from uh, you know from from green to yellow to orange to red to black in a matter of ten minutes, uh, and and I had one last option to get off, you know, and I got off on on the side road, and was like, okay, let's see how long this is going to take. Just did the side road. Uh, this trip should have taken me. And I used to do it all the time. Uh, I used to used to used to work up there part time, um, and it would take an hour and twenty minutes if you caught the traffic right. Eh, an hour and forty five if you didn't. It said it was going to take three hours and ten minutes. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you?" And I couldn't believe it. I absolutely couldn't believe it. And I, I figured there had to be a rollover, you know, a truck uh, bursting into flames, an alien invasion, some kind of you know cats and dogs living together, just mass hysteria mm-hmm. on the highway up there. Or, or, you know, bare minimum, just saying a legitimate reason Correct. for the slowdown. Correct. So I go up no. there. I continue to go up for, for I go to my little uh, two-hour appointment up there, mm-hmm. turn around and come back. And I'm like, I'm not going back that way. But coming back, the, the side roads was just as bad. 
just because it took longer. Now, we were moving steady, but you're moving at 45 with traffic lights, you know, um, right. on the country roads, but still lights every once in a while. And uh, I said, uh, hold on, let me zoom in. And I zoomed in, and I could see the southbound was moving pretty good. All northbound was completely shut down. Right. Southbound moving pretty good. So I came down to southbound. Got one or two slow spots. Typical Florida slow spots. Oh, look, an overpass. We'd better slow down. The other side might not be there. You know, <laughs> it's, it's the only re- people will slow down overpasses for that reason. Um, and then, uh, then we had. Uh, um, I came back down into the section, and it it uh, where that was supposed to be north. You know, with with there should have been mass hysteria there blocking the roads. Right, it was nothing. Oh yeah, a- a- absolutely, abs- it was abs- absolutely nothing. Absolutely, there was no. I mean, it was just. It went from normal traffic to a little bit slower to completely shut down. And there's no reason, no, no, no wrecks, no, uh, no, no cars on fire on the side of the road, nobody changing a tire, no turtle crossings, nothing. Just, I, no clue, no I, clue. I had the double whammy. Uh oh. There was an accident. Okay. Uh, there were cars were involved were on both sides of the highway, so. Right. I'm off on numbers. You know, five or six vehicles involved, potentially. Right. Uh, all minor fender bender. Everybody was out of the car, ambulatory and gotcha. all that. Gotcha, gotcha. So had had to slow down for that, get back up to speed, running down the road. Again, slow down. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. Just, and and uh, uh, my own little personal PSA yep. for all of our listeners, if you're ever on the highway and you see a tractor trailer or a few tractor trailers in front of you, and all of a sudden, they turn on their four-way flashers. Yeah. But then, you know, continue in, in motion, and yeah. you know, they're not changing lanes or anything like that. They're slowing way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. prepared. Yeah. They're they're coming. You know, if if the speed limit's seventy miles an hour, they're dropping to fifty to forty-five to yeah. thirty with four-way flashers on. Yep. There's a there's stopped the, or very very slow traffic in front of them. There's a reason up ahead. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, and uh, listen, the 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 they uh, the the truckers they got to the side, and then of course, like unlike what you want them to do, there's the people start swerving in around them and everything. Oh, and yeah. It's just oh, yeah. it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But uh, you know, I was able to get up, get back, and then and then folks, I called Earl on the way back because it's 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 about the time. But depending on which run he does, I, I should have been about the same place at the same time as he was. But he had the short run yesterday, so I didn't, he was already home. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And he calls me up. So where you at? Oh, standing in my kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're home already, huh? Uh, okay. But I, I told him, I said, uh, listen, here's the deal. Um, I wouldn't do uh, drive this road. Because you got you, you to drive it every day, twice a day. Um, I wouldn't drive this road as much as you drive this road for a million dollars and 10 free murder passes a year. <laughs> no that's way, a no lot way. of amnesty. No way. No way. Because... You know, not a bad price tag. No, that's a lot of no, amnesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. You figure that gets you out of the criminal. Maybe if it got me out of the civil, also. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, what oh, uh, you I, know? Like, I, what, what, what's the reason you killed this man, sir? And then you put up the, you know, the map uh, of, <laughs> of the congestion, and you go, "Well, they must have stopped for some reason." The judge would say, and you'd go, "No, Your Honor, there was nothing. Not a change in the road. Not a turtle crossing the highway. You know, not a dead possum. Nothing." So, and the judge would be like, "Okay, you're free to go." <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Felt that way on myself on the way in the work today. <laughs> oh, it's 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 rough stuff. Rough stuff. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What do we got for you today, folks? Oh, we got some good stuff. Listen, um, um, some uh, uh, some uh, 
some compelling news come out of uh, uh, the uh, the FRT t- triggers with the ATF. Yes. Um, and uh, you know the, the the I guess the good thing about being in this business, the the radio business, and having been in the gun business, or mm-hmm. like 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 we were, um, we know everybody on both sides. You know, when a reporter calls somebody up and goes, "Hey, I want to get a story," they're like, "Nah, take it easy there, reporter boy." You know, but if you and I call them, they're like, "Hey, hey, Earl, hey, Mike, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, because we've you know we've we've traded dirts together and chewed oil and you know <laughs> and been down on our knees hunting for springs together. You know, um, happened to me twice this week with a a phone tech to our or a phone tech a phone call to our good friends at Gun Tech uh, mm-hmm. and and Keltech, I'm sorry Keltech uh, at Keltech and got them to to help out with a, with the problem and then uh, one minute and then of course uh, the FRT triggers and that's what we're going to talk about when we get back. The ATF came down this week and. Uh, Decided to flex a little muscle uh, and say that, uh, well, they've, they've come up with a new interpretation. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, new interpretation. But, uh, boy, did they, they got a surprise coming for them. So that's, oh, that's yeah. what we're going to talk about. Uh, and, and the good part, like I said, being in business is uh, we pick up the phones and all the owners were like, yeah, what do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Got, got some info for you. Here we go. Here we go. So we're going to give you that when we get back. So stick around. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. And uh, we'll see you after the break. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from location of Bravo. Earl, um, uh, there was some, uh, some, some nonsense with the ATF, and I think we got to give a little bit of the history of this. Um, the... Uh, the ATF put down a letter earlier this week, and um, uh, it stems from it. I think the reason they did this is because two weeks ago, uh, 20 senators uh, sent a letter to the ATF. Okay. Uh, and I believe that was uh, uh, signed uh, by, I mean, I know it was signed by all 20 of them, but I believe it was uh, Senator Lee uh, that was the, uh, was the original author of the letter, and then got everybody else to sign on. Um, and the reason for that letter was... Um, Hey, uh, ATF, you can't just go taking stuff like braces and triggers uh, and changing definitions. Uh, The letter was very specific in that we, members of Congress, uh, are the ones that make law. Yeah. All right. And the judicial branch is the one that interprets law. And you, as law enforcement, under the executive branch, enforce law. All right. You don't get to reinterpret the law. You don't get to make law. You get to enforce the law that we make, and then the judges get to decide uh, or interpret the law, whether it's constitutional or not, or unconstitutional, or you know, a case law could be interpreted one way or another. You know, um, but that is not within the purview of the ATF as an executive agency, uh, you know, whatsoever. Whatsoever, so it, it it basically told them to uh, you know poop or get off the pot, kind of kind of kind of nonsense. Or, or or to know your role. Yeah, stay in your yeah, lane. That, that, your that role. is yeah, not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I guess that must have uh, uh, spurred them to uh, to action because it had been sitting for for a little while, uh, and now they came up with a with a letter this past week. This past uh, it was Thursday or Friday. It came out and. It, it um, it's Thursday. They, the ATF went after forced reset triggers. They didn't talk about the uh, the, the the blades or the the, the the pistol grip stocks, pistol stocks, uh, or whatever the heck they're called. Arm braces. Arm braces. Thank you. Thank you. Just like brain fart. Yeah, I, I could see one. I could see one on my arm. You know, I just can't uh, couldn't get couldn't get them out my mouth. Um, so rare breed triggers. Let's talk rare breed triggers. Let's talk about uh, forced reset triggers. Uh, a forced reset trigger, and, and there's been several different iterations of them over the past eh, 10 years, maybe? I, I don't know how long, you know, uh, the age of them, but I know there was one uh, that was fairly well known before Rare Breed came out with theirs. Yes, yes. Um, and, I, and I'm trying to remember that manufacturer's name, but it was the, uh, when you pulled it back, it fired a shot. And when you let it go, it fired a shot. That that is a different category 
That is a binary trigger. But they're calling that the same category now, ATF. Oh. Yeah. Well, Which, and I'm, I'm, yeah. Gl- I'm, you know, in a sense, I'm, I'm proud to say, yeah, I, I played paintball for close to 20 years. Yeah. Uh, close to 20 years ago. Yeah. We had that kind of trigger back then. Yeah. I may yeah. S- may still have one. I don't know. Um. So, um, they, uh, they, those were looked at, and then. You had uh, Rare Breed Trigger, which was, I don't know, this is about a year and a half ago now? A year and a half, two years ago? Rare Breed Trigger came out, came about on the market? That, yeah. yeah, somewhere. A um, year and a half, two years. And uh, this is, uh, this is their, their, their forced reset trigger is, um, well, let's explain like on, a, like on a Glock, Earl, when you have a short, when you, when you get your Glock work done, and you get the Glock ghost, the ghost Glock people, they work on it, um, and it has nothing to do with Ghost Gun. That was the name of the company. They used to work on Glocks back in the day. They Ghosting. they, they, yeah. they came uh, Ghost Incorporated. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what else. I, I I remember the owner's name and a couple different yeah. representatives. I I dealt with them extensively on my own personal collection. Yeah. Uh, they redesigned the disconnect. Correct. The trigger disconnect in uh, in the Glock platform, uh, greatly uh, shortening the the travel on the reset to where it mm-hmm. it. Traveled only as far as it mechanically needed to. Correct, and that that aided in uh, accuracy of follow-up shots. Yep. You know, any, any it eliminated any excessive trigger trigger travel, i.e., your your finger moving, i.e., you manually, mechanically, however you want to call it, misaligning your sights, yes, making you inaccurate. Yes. So for those that are familiar with that, or and, and, the, and those that have ever shot a revolver and understand what we talk about, the length of pull on a trigger. So when I pull the trigger back, I pull the trigger, and it goes bang. It's the amount of distance or space when I let my finger go forward before you hear that click, and it's reset and ready to shoot again. Correct. The, what Earl just talked about with the Glock Inc., that, that shortened that up. Well, what FRG triggers are, or, or rare breed triggers more specifically, they got it down to the bare minimum. Yeah, they they got it down to when you hit click, and now it's already a single action weapon, so it's a short reset anyway. They got it down even shorter. Um, the bolt still has to return; it still has to reset the trigger. You still have to take your finger off the trigger and put your finger back on the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you pull the trigger down, guess what? It's going to shoot once, and that's it. Yep, it's going to lock up on you. So there is no multiple rounds for one trigger manipulation or what what's the new verbiage now manipulation of the trigger finger Finger, correct and that's really where they're going with this because if you were to do this with a a loose finger i guess it's it's kind of like a bump stock Um, let's just you know we've used it in the past uh how does this apply to jerry micklick yes exactly right um it it, but you know how like a bump stock works is the the gun bounces your finger stays still but the gun jumps right um that's that's it's similar how you would describe this in a small package. Um, the the it's there's still movement. The finger and the trigger still have to move mm-hmm. every time there's a shot. It's just not moving as much as a traditional gun. Hey, you know what this is? This was an improvement on yeah. a fire on a firearm. Yeah. Guess what we do? We don't shoot you know muskets every day to protect ourselves. We've made improvements in firearms. Yep. This is not a machine gun, and I love what Lawrence, uh, the uh, the president there at. Uh, uh, Rare Breeds has said, he said, it's it's not, let me make sure I get this right because I, uh, I don't want to screw this up. Uh, you define it um, based on how it shoots fast, 
not how fast it shoots. Right. Okay. And that's what the ATF said. They they made their first ruling on this on a video of watching how fast it shoots. Not on how it shoots fast, but on how fast it shoots. They were like, oh, my God, that's so fast. It must be a machine gun. And you just made the point, if they watched a Jerry Micklick video, they must have decided that must be a machine gun. Jerry's just the fastest trigger in the, in the, in the world. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I, 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 if I remember correctly, I believe I seen a video to where they did slow motion. Yeah. And, you know, they, they used media technology. Yeah. And Jerry was actually as fast. At minimum, he was as fast, if not slightly faster, than a real full-fledged yeah. machine gun. Yeah, yeah. Granted, yeah. he could only maintain that speed for... 10, 15 rounds. Right, right. But hey, a win's yeah. a win. I don't, you know, like, That's a like, magazine like, and a half in California. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like Vin Diesel says, whether it's an inch or a mile, winning's winning. Yep, yep. Exactly, exactly right. All right, so now you got a little background quickly. Uh, uh, what, and what, uh, we'll finish out this segment. What, what, what Rare Breed did is when they designed that, they went to, just to be sure, because they, had a, they have a lawyer in their ownership group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and folks, you might know him. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's a, he's a really good lawyer. Uh, he's one of the Max Law Orlando top lawyers around the country for for <laughs> firearms. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, anyway, he um, uh, they went to the former director of the tech branch of the ATF, showed it to him, showed him how it worked, and he said, "Not a machine gun." Based on the definition, not a machine gun. Went to the chief investigators, inspectors, former of ATF. They said, "Not a machine gun." Went to chief federal agents of ATF, and they said, not a machine gun. Got a bunch of top experts, just retired, recent retired ATF people, and they all said, not a machine gun. And they took it to market. Because, if I remember correctly, it was just a yep. dumb old truck driver listening to all the lawyerese. <laughs> In the legal definition of machine gun, it doesn't talk about rate of fire. Correct. It talks about multiple firings. On one, one trigger pull. pull, exactly right, and the FRT does not do that. Again, and the, and their and their stance has been, it's not how fast the gun shoots; it's how the gun shoots fast. Yep. that's the difference. Okay, um, so uh, uh, ATF came after them, uh, and it went after everybody with these forced reset triggers. Uh, and uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna leave you there. We're going to come back. We're going to come back after the break, and we'll give you the rest of it. It's just there's a lot of story. We're not trying to squeeze it into one segment like we normally do. There's just just too much. So when we get back. We'll tell you what's going on today, what was covered in this letter from this week, and how, because Earl and I had the conversation with them, how FRG or excuse me, Rare Breed Triggers is responding. So stick around. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. 
If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and... One minute. Right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo. I got uh, my compadre Earl sitting in here with me today. Folks, we are, uh, we have got some compelling 
news for you. We've got some breaking news. We've got some unreported news. Whatever you want to call it. Um, we we well, you, folks. You know, we, we know the owners of Rare Breed, so they told us the they told us the deal that they won't tell anybody else. So I'd say that's an inside scoop. There we go, inside scoop. We got the scoop. Uh, sorry, we were talking about Rare Breed triggers. Rare Breed triggers, uh, and uh, you know, being a, a forced reset trigger. Uh, I, I, you know, but about a year ago, I guess a year ago, the ATF said uh, they watched the video and said we think it's a machine gun. We want you to cease and desist. And Rare Breed said, uh, uh, "No, sorry." And they said, no, 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 we're the ATF. Here's a letter that says you have to stop. And one of the, one of the owners of Rare Breed said, well, no, no, here's a, I'm a lawyer, and uh, here's, a, here's a letter uh, subpoenaing you to come to court with me because we're fighting you on this because you don't have the authority to change the law. You don't have the authority to reinterpret the law. Uh, it took a little while. It went to court, and I think that judge said, uh, um, I don't know if this is my jurisdiction, so I'm kicking it up. So then the ATF told them, told Rare Breed Triggers, you got to stop selling. And they said, no, no, we're just, we're on the way to the appeal le- appellate level now. And I think that's where they sit currently. I think it's still up in the air. Now, ATF continues to do the, uh, the, the mess, they're messing with them. Okay. Like there was another company out there and I don't, I don't want to call them out. Um, there was one or one company, I think they had another company underneath them. So let's call it two companies that stole the design from rare breed trigger and they were putting them out rare breed filed suit against them and won. the judge said you copied the design so the police went including the atf because it involved firearms uh but it was also other other you know, uh, law enforcement agencies and they seized all of their inventory because it was copyrighted merchandise that had been stolen right um copyright patented yes yes that. exactly right and they and they created new merchandise based off the stolen information so um so to, to my knowledge, and Earl and I just had this conversation because the article we're reading says that Rare Breed was raided. Earl, you and I talk to the owners uh, once a week, a minimum. Uh, they have never been raided. No. There's been no raid on Rare Breed Trigger. There have been other places that were raided and Rare Breed Triggers were taken, uh, You know whether that be a, a small mom and pop that the ATF had a problem with, whether that be... Uh, um, these other ones that had the copyright infringements, the rare breed ones that were there that they had stolen the design from, those ones have been taken. But rare breed triggers has never been, never been raided and had any property seized. Okay. Okay. All right. This week, the ATF comes down and says, rare breed triggers. Well, and here's the deal. You know how the ATF is. They say, we have determined that some of these forced reset triggers are machine guns. Uh, it's a trigger. <laughs> it's a part. Uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives uh, recently examined devices known as forced reset triggers and has determined that some of them are firearms and machine guns. Um, you, it's, it, wait, I, I, <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh, so you're partially pregnant? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like walking in and going, oh, listen, um, some of you in here are guilty. I'm going to need you to go to jail. <laughs> Well, who? Well, just some of you. I need some of you. Some of you to get. Some of you get on the trains. You know, right now, right now. Yeah, yeah. These particular FRTs, it, it, it's it's like they can't come to say the name. Yeah. You know, uh, because they know what's on the other side. Badass, <laughs> you know, badass lawyer. It's one. It's what's on the other side. That that that's not afraid. Yeah, exactly right. It's it, well, exactly. his his only fear is showing his enjoyment. 
Yeah, is laughing at them in, in center court. <laughs> Evil laughing at them. Uh, these particular FRTs are marketed as replacement triggers for AR top firearms. Unlike traditional triggers and binary triggers, sometimes referred to generally as FRTs, the subject FRTs do not require shooters to pull and then subsequently release the trigger to fire a second shot, which is the binaries like we were talking about earlier, Earl. Uh, instead, these FRTs utilize the firing cycle to eliminate the need for the shooter to release the trigger before a second shot is fired. That's half right. All right? That's half right, Earl. Um, it, it, it is based on the firing cycle, but you still have to release the trigger. Yep. Uh, did Earl, folks, how do Earl and I know? When they were developing them, we, got, we were able to help test. We got to play. We, we, we got to play. Okay. That was it. Uh, neither one of us owns one, by the way. Um, by contrast... Some aftermarket triggers have similar components, but also incorporate a disconnector or similar feature to ensure that the trigger must be released before a second shot may be fired uh, and may not be machine guns. Okay, that whole second half of that is just a, a, a fabrication. Uh, they're, they're making things up in here to specifically go after rare breed triggers without saying rare breed triggers. Because if they say rare breed triggers... They're going to have a lawsuit up their back end that they've never experienced before. Yep. Okay. Folks, how, how powerful, and you know, you, you've had him on here, and he's a good friend of ours. You've heard him on here. Uh, Kevin Maxwell, the attorney, um, he, he's, he was such a thorn in ATF side for, for a good 10-year period that about every six months they came and threw him a whole bunch of money and offered to hire him so they wouldn't have to fight him anymore. <laughs> All right? And he said no. Um, and, and he did so much due diligence, and their company did so much due diligence before they created this forced reset trigger that, uh, well, how much? Mike, how much? I'll tell you how much. That twice the ATF has given a cease and desist letter to them, and twice Rare Breed Trigger has said, hey, I got something for you right here. Yeah. Uh, and, and dropped some paperwork in court, and the ATF had to back down. This is just the ATF again saying, well, if the judge won't say... It's a machine gun. We'll just redefine what a machine gun is. And guess what? You don't get to do that. Ooh. I, I, you know, okay, what, what you're doing complies with current existing laws, but I don't like it. So I'm going to change the definition covering those laws. Yep. Uh, no. Here's what it is. Here's, what the, here's, what the, here's exactly what... The Gun Control Act says, uh, of uh, U.S. Code says, what machine gun is. Any weapon which shoots is designed to shoot or can be readily restored to shoot automatically more than one shot without manual reloading by a single function of the trigger. The term shall also include the frame or receiver or any such weapon or any part designed or in intended solely. And what that means, folks, is uh, the trigger itself if you took it out of the gun, could still be considered the machine gun. That's what they're trying to say. You can't just take it out and go, uh-oh, it doesn't shoot. Uh, uh, let's see. Any, any combination of parts designed and intended for use in converting a weapon into a machine gun or any combination of parts from which a machine gun can be assembled uh, under the, under the uh, possession or control of a person. Okay. ATF found that some FRT devices allow a firearm to automatically expel more than one shot with a single continuous pull of the trigger. That's not true, okay? Uh, and, and again, Earl, the, the law says by a single function of the trigger. Um, you and I just mentioned earlier that they were talking about 
the function of the trigger finger. Okay? ATF added that in there. They can't add trigger finger. That's not what the law says. It says function of the trigger, not function of the trigger finger. Okay. Okay? Um, But it says that it believes some of those FRT devices can expel more than one shot with a single continuous pull of the trigger. For this reason, and here it is. Get ready, folks. You're going to kick yourself. Uh, ATF has concluded that FRTs that function in this way are a combination of parts designed and intended for use in converting a weapon into a machine gun. And hence, ATF has classified these devices as a machine gun. Okay. Um, So ATF's position is that any FRT that allows a firearm to expel automatically more than one shot without a single pull of the trigger is a machine gun. Um, And and by by legal, current, active laws, they're correct. But, but the, that's not what this trigger does. Yeah, right. The FRT does not do that. Again, what ATF is hung up on is, again, not how the gun shoots fast, but how fast the gun shoots. They're deciding that because it shoots so fast, it must be a machine gun. No. And that's not true. Nope. They, they've designed this piece of this item to allow you to shoot faster. Well, Why that's not what the law says. Exactly. <laughs> so, so oh, oh, so here's the here's the here's the uh, here's the news. By the way, folks, um, as of uh, uh, Thursday and Friday when this happened, uh, these are still for sale. Uh, FRG uh, rare breed triggers is said. FRT. Oh, yeah, F- yeah, rare, rare breed triggers. Rare breeds yeah, rare. FRT trigger. Yes, rare breeds FRT fifteen rare breed triggers. They're still for sale. If you go to the rare breed trigger site right now, they're sold out. As they always are yeah. within ten five ten minutes. After being uploaded, yeah. uh, if you go to if you go to some place, and I'm not going to say where, but it rhymes with gun broker, um, <laughs> they're they're for sale right on there right now. Okay, um, uh, and we'll, I'll give you a couple more minutes when we get back, and then we'll be done with this. We'll move on to something else. So you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. 
Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo. All right, folks, we're going to wrap this up for you here. The, the, uh, Quit the, beating the, this the, dead horse. The rare breed triggers and the FRT-15. Uh, so here, here's the scoop part. Like we talked about. Uh, twice before, the ATF has come down and told uh, rare breed triggers to stop. Twice before, rare breed triggers has thumbed their nose on them, gone to the court and said, you don't have the authority to do such. Uh, and the ATF has sat there with their thumb up their butt with nothing they could do except wait for the courts. Um, well, they decided there is something we can do. We can change the way we interpret the law. Uh, so that's what this is. This, this, this letter does not say rare breed trigger. But it, it, it basically went to rare breed trigger's website and listed half of the components of a rare breed trigger and then lied and fabricated about how it shoots uh, because it does not shoot the way that the ATF claim it sh- claims it shoots. It still requires trigger pressure from the trigger finger uh, on, on, onto the trigger every time to shoot. It shoots faster than your typical AR-15 uh, because of the way the trigger's designed within the law with the forced reset, a shorter reset on it. This letter's come out, and it's clearly, clearly pointing fingers at Rare Breed Trigger. We talked to Rare Breed Trigger. We talked to the owners. As of Thursday, they said, still for sale. Now, like I said, they're, 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 they're up for sale, uh, but they're not available anymore on the website because they're sold out. And that's typically what happens. If you want to get one of these, you've got to find a dealer at a gun show uh, is, is, is usually the way to get these done. Um, because they can only make so many. <laughs> they, you know, yeah. you know, they only make so many at a time. Blue, blue uh, chips are flying, yeah. but it, they can only fly so fast. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the second part, uh, like I said, I just rolled right over here to Gunbroker. And uh, listen, I see them available for $450 free shipping. I see them for 650 So those prices are starting to roll up. Um, listen, uh, the ATF has said if anybody's in possession of one of these, they're in possession of a machine gun. One thing Rare Breed Trigger's got going for them is one of the top lawyers in the country when it comes to firearms. If you go buy one of these as an individual right now, or you happen to have one, and the ATF knocks on your door, just remember, he's not your lawyer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So He needs uh, a retainer. The ATF really does say on their, on their letter here, if you've got one, to contact them on how to, and how to get rid of it. Okay. Um, so uh, I, I, got, I got two words, one phrase to that response. Moulin Lave. Yeah, there you, there you go. Um, so uh, be careful with your bad self, all right? Um, here's, uh, here's what else I know. Um, they're, again, they, they're, they're, they're still for sale by uh, Rare Breed. They just happen to be out of stock. There was kind of a high demand for them here recently. Oh, kind of? Right? Um, there I, is. <laughs> I also know that if they ever are rated and, and they show up, 
uh, the ATF shows up and says, show us your client list, they're going to have a surprise. <laughs> there's going to be a surprise. There's going to be. What do you mean you only do cash transactions? <laughs> Where's your receipts? Here you go. Well, what's, what's the customer's name? Cash. What was it? Andrew? Ben? Yeah, George? <laughs> George, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, here's the... Here's the last piece of a last piece of breaking news. Um, uh, Kevin was going to be here today. We had him, for folks. He was going to be a little surprise he, visitor coming back to he, coming he, back today. He was finally getting close to being caught up. Yep. where he had enough time for yep. us. Uh, Thursday, this popped. Uh, yeah, he un- can't be until. here until <laughs> he can't be here. I can tell you this though, he's hunkered down working on Monday's lawsuit. <laughs> you heard me. This is not over by any stretch of the means. Uh, they're they're in they're in for some uh, ATF is in for some uh, some brutal surprises, and it, you know the fun part is every time these letters came down, it came from a level higher and a level higher and a level higher. Now they're at the highest level, and the same thing's going to happen to them. Booyah! Now we'll just go to this court, you know. Now we'll just go here. And yeah, and and uh, and then and then and then. But 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 your honor, no, no and then <laughs> and then. But your honor. The, the, Biggest thing I have in this whole situation, I mean, ultimately, yeah, I, th- I think the ATF is a great aspect for a convenience store, not a government agency. But it would, they, it would be great, right? Yeah. Well, you get some tobacco and firearms. Get, oh, man, that's an awesome blend. Don't forget the explosives. Come on. Everybody always neglects the explosives. All right, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Okay. It's like, <laughs> well, that's like you know, Taco Bell. You just put the Taco Bell in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Taco Bell, you can still get gas for oh, $1.49. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, it's true. Very true. <laughs> but, uh, ATF, like the Bureau of Land Management, <laughs> is one of those government agencies that where, you know, th- this is a country ruled by law. Mm-hmm. And then it, you have to sit down and your interpretation of the law, and that, that is argued. They're one of the agencies. That's argued by the court. Yes, yeah, by, yeah. by, the, by the court. They're, they're one of the agencies to where, like, you know, if, if, if you and I, uh, had an issue. There's your side of the argument. There's my side of the argument, right. and then there's the court's determination. If you or I have an issue with the ATF, there's your side of the argument. Their interpretation yeah. of the laws as they are speaking them. Yes. They they feel that as they give the answers to your questions. That is the law, yep. not a determination of current existing laws. Yep. That is a great overstep of their position yeah. oh, of authority. Absolutely right. Absolutely they, are, right. they are definitely not staying in their lane. No, they absolutely are not. They are, and, and again, I think, uh, listen, the, the law enforcement side, uh, they, do, uh, they do great jobs, but you know, every other federal agency has that. Uh, those those guys as well. They have firearms guys, specialists. They have explosive specialists. Like when the FBI needs a bomb squad, who do they call? The FBI bomb squad. They don't call ATF. Everybody's, right. you know, they, they already have those. At, what ATF does could easily be absorbed into the other federal agencies that already exist. Um, oh, now the, now the, the inspect the, the 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 industry side would have to stay under some form of. ATF civilian industry, you know, and, but that would be more regulatory, right? Without law enforcement, you che- know, checking records. Correct, exactly. You're going to make sure that you know if if we're keeping the ATF, if we're keeping uh, 
you know, them, it's, it's solely for that purpose. It's to make sure you don't have bad dealers out there, you know, selling guns out of the building with, uh, you know, to minors or, or, or domestic violence abusers, that kind of thing. And that's what they're there for. Uh, and if they do find that, they hand it off to local law enforcement or, or yeah. FBI or somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, it, there's no re- there's no reason for this to, to be to be uh, this own agency that has their head. By the way, they don't have a director. Still don't have a director. So there's just somebody up there making these decisions without uh, anybody in charge of their agency that's been confirmed by Congress. They're filling in. Yep. We, we unfortunately we do know from past practice one thing the ATF is good at doing, sitting on their hands yeah. watching firearms being illegal tra- illegally transported into a foreign country. Well, I don't know if they were sitting on their hands. I think they were driving the vehicle. I, I, I wasn't going to go yeah. that far, but yeah. yeah. They drove fast and furious right across the border. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were even being told, hey, this is going on. Yeah, yeah we know. We know we did it. <laughs> they came up with the fake, remember the whole fake, uh, if you sell multiple long guns, now you have to do a special form because they're ending up across the border. No, you're doing it. You're the, yeah. you're the one doing it. Uh, these are all facts, folks. These are these are facts. Um, just well, don't don't Google. Use something like DuckDuckGo or something like yeah, that, yeah. and just punch in Fast and Furious. ATF and, Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Otherwise, you're gonna <laughs> look at Vin Diesel. Yeah, I was gonna say completely disregard the movies, <laughs> but you know, get into the firearms related, yeah. not the cars. Yeah. Although they are kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I see one as low as 450. Rare breed trigger FRT 15. Uh, it's Gen 2, free shipping, 450. Uh, no credit card fees. Uh, listen, I will tell you at this point, if you're going to be buying these with the credit card, gift cards. No name gift cards. You, got, you copying what I'm saying? <laughs> Go get you a Walmart. <laughs> Buy you one at Walmart. Put John Smith on that puppy and $500. Enter it in, and there you go. <laughs> they can go looking for John Smith. Um I will. I would never tell you to break the law. Don't break the law. Follow the law, folks. Follow the law. That includes you too, ATF. Yeah. Follow exactly. the law. I think that's the, been the purpose of the first hour. Follow the law. Uh, all right, folks. Um, uh, we do have. We're going to post up on the website. We have a. Uh, they're taking donations uh, to help fight their legal fund. So we'll, we'll post that up and we'll give that to you again in the second hour. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us the first hour. Stick around for the second. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're if, not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> well, you- <laughs> the Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? 
Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from uh, Location Bravo. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. Uh, I will be, uh, I'll be, uh, be guiding us through the last uh, hour of the program here as we as we talk. Uh, you know, we got we got gun stuff. Man, we had a bunch of gun stuff so far. Uh, we might have to we might have to search for a non-gun story today, but we'll we'll get through it. <laughs> what sacrilege! Uh, <laughs> um, uh, let me go around the room real quick. Introduce you to my fellow compatriots on my right, the right hand man. Please say hello to the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Oh, good to have you here. Good to have you here. Uh, f- let's see. Uh, just to, let's see. We, we normally like to keep the hours separate, folks, because there's some people that only pick up one hour of the program just because of what, they, uh, what they've what they got going on on their programming at the other radio stations. Uh, but for those that were fortunate enough to hear the first hour, if you go to our Facebook page, and I'm sure we'll get it up everywhere else as well, it's the... Uh, uh, it is the linked story to the, uh, the 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 rare breed triggers, the ATF, and where you can help contribute to the rare breed trigger defense fund. Because, like every other lawsuit that you ever see against illegal, uh, you know, gun uh, unconstitutional gun laws, it ain't free. Nope, it, it ain't free. It's not. So, uh, let's see. Moving right along. Moving right along. Let's take a look here. Let's see. What we got. Uh, I guess we could just kind of roll into some other stories we haven't uh, we, we talked rare breed trigger all last hour so uh shall we talk a little lapd we'll look a little a little bit of lapd should we go there should right. we, we do that um one of my one of my favorite topics or all you know this is uh is ghost guns uh and uh i i i, I kind of had a little epiphany uh I, I i don't know if folks if uh if we shared this with you um ghost guns you know, when I think of a ghost gun, the first thing I always thought of was just a gun that would fly around the room and yell boo, you know? <laughs> it would be like invisible and it would yell. It's a gun that's passed on, you know? It's doing its time in gun purgatory, and it's flying around either haunting people or giving advice and tips, whatever it is. Uh, but then I thought, ghost guns. What if these are guns that ghosts use for ghost-on-ghost crime? Ah. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way before. Uh, didn't you think about it that way? Um, either way, LAPD is convinced that all of the gun crime they've ever had in the past really didn't exist because now that gun ghost guns exist, that's the only that's the only reason they have gun crime. It's oh, all it's all course. because of go, it's all because of ghost guns. Of course, it's all because of ghost guns. Uh, by the way, Earl, these are untraceable. The ghost guns. It's right there. Well, no, I guess it maybe maybe it is invisible because they say it's untraceable. So if you can't see it, right, 
There's no way you could pick it up and, I don't know, get a fingerprint off of it, right? <laughs> There's no way you could, I don't know, check the rifling of the barrel as it, you know, make, leaves lands and grooves on the bullet. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe you could check in the primer and see uh, the uh, the imprint that the firing pin le- is left on the in the detent on the primer. Maybe you could do that. I, Earl, maybe. there's just no way. There's absolutely no way these guns can be identified in zero way. Um, so when they pick them up, they might as well just you know, throw them away. Just toss them back. To, Here you go. We're not going to be able to trace this anyway, so why don't you just take it back? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's 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 so. It's a term, and they're hooked on it, and uh, it sounds scary. Oh boy, it sounds scary. Um, LAPD launching a buyback program aimed at getting ghost guns off the street. Now, Earl, if I were a businessman, a ghost gun kit, uh-huh. you know, polymer eighty or wherever else you happen to get them. You could get them for around the hundred dollar mark. Okay. How much are they? Uh, how much are they? Are they buying these ghost gun buybacks for? Uh, I don't know, but being a government of agency that's involved, I'm going to probably say fifty bucks. Uh, oh wait, here's the police say the gift cards will be worth between a hundred and two hundred dollars. So okay. for everybody that's gone out, profit. Yeah, everybody that's gone out in the Los Angeles area and tried to build their own ghost gun. And they have not had success. Well, now's your time. We can get a hundred percent refund on it. You, <laughs> you can walk it down over to LAPD. No questions asked. No, sir. Can I have your phone number for the receipt? Just no. Here you go. Uh, and here's my gift card. Now, if you got one you built and you just you know you don't like it, you can give you two hundred bucks for it. This this is uh, like you said, Earl. Profits, profits. And what what did they say in South Park? Remember. Phase one, get underpants. Phase two, and phase three, profits. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go get you some profits if you're in the Los Angeles area. Uh, the department says it'll host five events throughout the city in which people can turn in ghost guns or any unwanted firearms in exchange for a gift card. Police say the gift cards will be worth between 100 and 200 uh, It's up to 100 for handguns, shotguns, Ghost guns and rifles, uh, and up to two hundred dollar gift card for assault weapons. Oh well, listen, if you got a uh, if you got a ghost gun with a uh, uh, an arm brace on it, assault weapon, right? Mm, oh, I don't know what the well. Yeah. Who knows? I yeah. mean, the way the ATF goes crazy, the BS that they come up with. Yep. Yeah, exactly right. So who knows? Who knows how LAPD is going to define it too? You know, um, let's see. Uh, I, I like how they always talk about you know it's a buyback. How do you buy back something you never? <laughs> yeah, it's a hi. I, I love. I wish I could do that. Or I wish I could walk up and go, "Oh my god, I love your truck. I'm going to buy it back from you." Well, you it's not your truck. Yeah. Well, I know it, but I'm going to buy it back from you. Well, you never owned it. I'm still going to buy it back from you. Uh, it just what you're going <laughs> to? Uh, let's see. There's uh yeah, five locations listed on here. When is this? It's this. It's today, folks. It's going on right now. If you're in the Los Angeles area, it's going on right now. You've got until uh, an hour from now. So get out there and make it happen. Go get your uh, 
Go get your refunds on your <laughs> on your on your failed eighty percent build kits. That's hilarious. I screwed this one up. Dang it. I wish I was there to go. Re- I got a pair of them that I was like, "Oh damn it, that hole's too big." You know. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't get the. Uh, maybe I'll get a. You know. You know. I'm waiting for one of these to come along. That's what I'm going to do. Go get go get me a refund. Oh, all right. Let's see what do we got. We got. Uh, let's see. Major Bill's going to be on with this a little bit later in the program. I think. I think. I think. He got. Uh, you know, it's funny, folks. Major Bill went to a wedding last week, and I had to call. Again, I, I had to call. I had to call Earl and say Bill's not going to be with us. He's got a wedding to go to, and Earl One said, minute. "Again already." <laughs> and, and 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 I and I told that to Bill, and he said, "He goes, yeah, that wouldn't be funny." Or he goes, "That would be funny if it wasn't for the ninth time I heard it today." <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the marrying man. <laughs> <laughs> And he'll do that too. He'll be like, "It's been it's been so recent since my last marriage that I'm embarrassed, so I won't tell anybody about this one." <laughs> <laughs> and you find out that he's just got a sixth divorce. You're like, six? He's like, "I don't know. It was a good summer." <laughs> so, what? He's a Marian man. Uh, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. Stick around. More after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. I don't want to ruin the bourbon theme, you know. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at KeltecWeapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical yeah, excellence yeah. of GunTech yeah, USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style yep. rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech yep. USA has been producing the finest quality oh, pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. Yep, good. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's Boundary Oak Distillery. There's a U.S. Senate candidate to give away. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. It's the I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Fox Foundation. Atlanta story. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights and our I think that can take us into protect. There's a world if you were going to your next AR-15, what would it be? It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second what Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. But one's a whiskey, one's a bourbon, so... You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from location Bravo. Uh, hey, folks, don't forget, if you go to our web, uh, not our web, our web, uh, or Facebook page, that's the one, the Facebook yeah. page, Arms, Arms Room Radio, there's the... Uh, uh, there's the information there on where you can make a donation to the Rare Breed Trigger Defense Fund that's currently under attack by the ATF. And we mean actual donation. Yeah. Granted, purchasing one when you can find one in stock sure. you know, helps them out as well. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't find one in stock, and, you, and like we said, unfortunately, it's a fact of life, uh, legal fees aren't cheap. Yeah, very true. Very true. I don't know. Maybe if you maybe make a donation, that you get you get in the front of the line on the waiting list. Uh, I'm not saying it will I'm not, happen. I'm not, I'm not but saying. I'm, saying it, I'm not saying. Might, you know, it just, wouldn't happen. There you you know, there's possibilities. Possibilities. And, and unfortunately, you know, a, a lot of people may have the thought of you know how much the price tag on the triggers are and everything. And well, they got plenty of money. Unfortunately, the ATF has more money. Yeah, they, I mean they they virtually have an unlimited budget that they can just beat you down in court, you know. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do. And uh, and listen, if if somebody's charging you, you know, four hundred dollars for a product, it probably takes about three hundred fifty dollars to make it. You know, you, the, you know you're normally wanting to get somewhere between you know uh, ten and twenty five percent. You know, thirty is ideal uh, in the food industry, but ten and twenty five percent profit. I can tell you every day, all day long, that when somebody sells a brand new handgun, the profit on it might be twenty five to fifty dollars uh, on a yeah. five hundred to seven hundred dollar gun. You yeah, know? there's 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 not a lot of room in it. You know, it's a it's either a volume thing or you're very good at selling accessories or it's uh, you know buying and selling used guns. Uh, there's not a, not a lot of room in there. Not a lot of room. Not a lot of room. Uh, all right, let's take a look here. Let's take a look. Uh, uh, U.S. Senate candidate to give away AR-15s. This is out of flower, flowery, flowery. Man, that's a mouthful. Flowery. Because I want flowery the, branch. Well, 
the northerner in me wants to call it flowery. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that's it. But to try and get it pronounced, damn carpet bag. Yeah, yeah, that's it. How do you say it? Flowery. Yeah, I see. I can't even say that. There's no way I can say that. Flowery Branch, Georgia. No, it's flowery. Flowery. <laughs> flowery. 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 Um, flowery Branch, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> where's Flowery Branch, Georgia? <laughs> Oh, Mr. Landnav. All right. I need need to know. know. While he's doing that, (laughs) U.S. Senate hopeful that he's added some firepower to his campaign. Republican Josh Clark announced he would give away one AR-15 every week leading up to the May 24th primary. And like he said, the more American citizens are armed, the safer we all are. Look at what's going on in Ukraine. And we've We've talked about it many times on this show because it's an actual fact of history. Armed American citizens is what kept the axis of evil off continental United States soil. Both Japan and Germany had submarines looking at our beaches. And the emperor of Japan, uh, Hirohito, That's the reason he did not send his troops to invade. Yep. He was not afraid of the United States military. He was afraid of the United States armed citizens. Yep. There, there will be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Yeah, that's what uh, y- y- Yamamoto told him because Yamamoto had studied here. Uh, oh, was it Yamamoto or? But, but it was, but it was, it was together. It was okay. like, you know, but, okay. but, but it I, was, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 can't remember no. exactly who said it, but I remember. No, the no, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, and, and I believe they both said it at one point um, uh, in in their reasonings. Um, uh, now, uh, revisionists of history will tell you that it was never said. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it, you know who you know who those revisionists are the the same people doing the fact checking. Exactly right. The the anti gun gun community. Yeah, of course. Guns, the anti gun gun community. Um, but you can get uh, great training from them. Um, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Um, flowery, flowery branch, Georgia right. is uh, northeast of Atlanta. You know where Helen, Georgia is? Yes, I do. Okay, it's uh, it's it's I've halfway between uh, between Helen and Atlanta. Okay. So just north just northeast of Georgia. Uh, it's quite possible I may have driven through there. Uh, I'm looking at it, and I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure I did, and didn't even realize it. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's he wants to give away an AR-15 every week. I uh, I don't see why not. He's a uh, He's currently running against uh, the seats that's occupied by Reverend Raphael Warnock, Democrat of Georgia. Uh, so he's uh, he's trying to beat the beat the pants off of him. Yeah, and and, and yeah, we all you know. Let, let's be honest. It's it's for you know campaigning is for votes. Uh, he's having a drawing. To enter the drawing, people must visit votejosh.com forward slash ar15 and sign up to receive campaign emails. Campaign will give extra entries to those. Who like Clark's social media? You know, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Share photos using hashtag two A and hashtag the proven conservative and hashtag vote Josh Clark. And he's following the law. Only eighteen and older may sign up. Because remember, there you go. in Georgia, eighteen and over can have uh, long guns. Yeah, they don't neglect uh, adults eighteen, nineteen, and twenty years old. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna have to go through uh, a. Uh, a, a gun store to pick it up, do the 4473. Yeah. After yeah. each drawing, you beat me to it. Oh, Clark, sorry. Clark said the campaign will ship the Anderson AR-15. Oh, hey, Anderson. Anderson, very nice, very nice. Arguably, just being, being you know, factual, it's a budget AR. Yep. 
But it's a good quality ale. It sure is. I, ha- I would have no hesitation at all to pick one up. Yep. Oh, the, uh, Anderson AR-15 uh, will be sent to a gun store near the winner who must pack, pass the background check before taking possession of the firearm. This is good stuff. This is great. Uh, I, I, I would vote. Listen, if, I was going to say I would vote for him if I lived there. Uh, and if I was a Democrat, I'd vote for him if I didn't live there because <laughs> that's what you can do when you're in the Democratic Party. Hey, listen, if I'm allowed to bring a suitcase full of uh, ballots and put them underneath the table and then when we close it down because the bathroom flooded, we pull out those uh, ballots underneath and start running them through machines. I don't know, like it just happened uh, uh, within uh, 40, 50 miles of where we're talking about here in uh, Flowery, Georgia. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, you know, I, I would, you know, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, Earl, so this uh, we we got about three minutes left. So this uh, this brings up the question: um, if if you got to uh, if you got to get a new AR-15, if there was a, a gifting one, um, and listen, I, everybody wants a, a ten thousand dollar or excuse me, a thirty thousand dollar Class Three uh, AR-15 or an M16. Let's I, let's I, be a little more realistic. I, I honestly don't. Well, you, you know well, the ammo prices. Oh yeah, those things true. are expensive to feed. True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, just uh, you can call our friends at the Gun Food. The Gun Food. Call Patrick at thegunfood.com, and he'll help you feed your AR. Um, let's see. Um, if you, uh, He's up there in Georgia, too, so it's, uh, it's probably going to be cheap shipping. Um, if you, get, had, you had a chance to get a new AR, you're walking through the gun show today, and they said, listen, uh, we're, you, you get one AR today. And let's say you could, build, you, could, you, could, you could build your upper and your lower right there. What are you doing? What's your next AR-15? And I'm trying to be reasonable. I don't want to. Build, I don't want to say I'm going to build a ten thousand dollar AR-15. Oh no, I'm just trying to. I've I've got so many builds floating around in my head <laughs> with the parts I currently own. Yeah, well, even with the parts you currently own, because that's where I've got the one in my head is one I'm going to finish. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's see. I think my next one is going to be. I have a, a seventeen inch. Uh, 556 barrel, a, a, a good high-end precision barrel, and uh, I'm probably going to use that on some anniversary uh, set of lowers that I have. Nice. I'm going to build that. It's Man, going wow, we've had those 10 years, those yeah, anniversary sets. Yeah. Already, yeah. already. Bought yeah. those, at, what, the 11-year anniversary yeah. of the company? Yep, and, yep. Uh, and I'm going to make that a borderline, more or less like a precision you know, it's still going to be five five six. Right. So you know the capabilities of that caliber. But I'm thinking I'm going to put a, uh, a low power variable optic on it rather than just a red dot. So I can reach out and I can stretch five five six out as far as it can go. Right. And I'm getting older. My sight's going. <laughs> so I'll be honest. Right. Uh, that'll probably be the next one. And then I have another set of commemorative. Lower receivers that are for sniper.org oh, organization. Nice. Being AR-15, right now I'm still heavily thinking I'll probably go with 6.5 Grendel. Oh, nice. Because nice. sniper.org yeah. lower receivers got to do something long that's, range. Yeah, yeah. to reach out. So I'm thinking, you know, that, that's the, you know, right now it's the leading. I am still open to it. Maybe, you know, the two, was it, 224 Valkyrie. Yep. There's been a couple... AR-15 distance rounds, but the Grendel's been around for quite a while. Uh, I think I have better access to good quality barrels. Right. And uh, I can't remember his name right now. The guy who developed it uh, had a good... Stoner. Con- no, it wasn't Stoner. Oh. For, for the 6.5 Grendel caliber, 
Oh, uh, oh, oh, um, uh, Bill Alexander. Yes, yes. Yeah, I had a good conversation, interesting conversation with him at Shot Show a few years ago. There you go, folks. Listen, everybody needs a new AR-15. Just make it happen. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We'll be back after the break. Some of us need several. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who had been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to S. One minute, and Major Bill is on hold. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. 
A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Staff Sergeant Joseph DeAugustine died March 27, 2012, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. DeAugustine, 29, of Waldwick, New Jersey, was assigned to the 8th Engineer Support Battalion, 2nd Marine Logistics Group, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. He was killed in action in the Helmand Province, Afghanistan, while conducting combat operations. D'Augustine died nearly two weeks before he was due to come home for his sister's wedding. He graduated from Waldick High School in 2001 where he wrestled and played football. He was assigned to an explosive ordnance disposal. Marine Staff Sergeant Joseph D'Augustine was given a hero's welcome home when the community came out to pay its final respects with hundreds of residents lining the streets of his hometown as the police escorted the hearse carrying his body. Marine Staff Sergeant Joseph D'Augustine, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself whatever your legal issue is. Uh, folks, that's, uh, you heard him right there. That's, uh, that's, that's attorney Kevin Maxwell. He's currently in the, the fight for the business's life over the ATF coming down on the rare breed triggers. So please go to our, uh, go to maxlaworlando.com or go to, uh, our Facebook page, arms room radio, and you can see how to help contribute to the rare breed ATF trigger defense fund or whatever it happens to be called. So, uh, please uh, reach out and help them. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the program. Please welcome back to the show, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How are you doing this week? Doing well. Not too shabby. Evidently, I have an email uh, on my computer. I don't know if you heard that or not, but um, uh, good good, good to have you, sir. How are things going with you? <laughs> You have an email on a computer? How strange. I know, right? I'm not used to that. It just comes on my phone like everybody else's. I, I, I didn't know that I, st- I still had that yeah, turned on on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are going well. Things are going well in, uh, uh, in South Florida and in the hockey world with the Florida Panthers. Go hockey. Uh, so I'm, I'm hockey. Uh, so I'm happy about that. Uh, you know, after uh, you know, being a uh, loyal fan that has suffered through many years of uh, of mediocre hockey, it's it's nice to see uh, them finally uh, 
going going to the dance at Wolf's Lake, uh, at least in the beginning. So we'll see how it goes. There nice. we go. There we go. If if not the dance, at least the party around the dance. You know, uh, we'll see yep. see if they exactly. get see if they get all the way to the main floor. You know, there you go. See if we get all the way to the main floor. Uh, so what uh, what uh, what by Elsa might you have for us today? I understand there's uh, there's something that's going on in Florida that you wanted to share. Well, you know, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man never ceases to amaze. We're great, uh, aren't like we? You say Florida man, you say Florida man three times, something something comes up. <laughs> so, uh, uh, a Florida man kind of got himself into a crappy situation. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let's jump on the uh, the old. Google Earth there, you know, you can get that on your computer, Mike, with your emails. That's right. Uh, and let's just straight across Alligator Alley over to uh, the West Coast there, over by Naples and Fort Myers and Estero, where the Florida Everblades are on the ECHL. That's right. And uh, Cool hockey. You know, call your county deputies uh, were called uh, in reference to a man that was screaming in intense pain. Uh, they received several 911 calls uh, about this, so deputies responded out. And they found a gentleman by the name of James Gauss, or Goose, however <laughs> he pronounces yeah, it, whatever. Uh, was, was trapped, was trapped in a porta potty. Oh, that's a crap trap. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's a crap trap right there. That's why I said, you know, it's a crappy situation to be in. Right. But, Here's the thing. He wasn't, like, locked in completely. Um, evidently, he had entered the porta potty and shut the door. Okay. And then he turned the little plastic thingy to lock it. Uh, he somehow managed to lock one of his feet underneath the door. <laughs> um, and he began screaming in pain. Now... You would ask the obvious of, well, why didn't he just, you know, push the old plastic thingy back over to where it says vacant instead of occupied and free himself, right. but he did not do so. But, you know, as he began to scream in agony, the bystanders heard his cries, and they called the local authorities. Right. Um, when they got there, they were able to free his foot from underneath the door, and again, it's Florida man, so... You really have to ask <laughs> how or why something like this could happen. Right, right. Uh, but when they finally freed him, uh, the officers noticed something uh, inside the porta potty that was with him. And I think, Mike, if you go back to your law enforcement days, there's this thing called the Plain View Doctrine. Yes. You know, if you see something in Plain View, um, you don't need a warrant to seize it. Correct. Well, they, they saw a plastic baggie uh, with a bunch of other little plastic baggies in there. You know, the kind you use to make really tiny sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Little, um, little, 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 yeah, little cucumbers. Oh, cucumbers like, sandwich. like a little sandwich. Bite-sized bite yeah. sandwiches? Like a slider, yeah. but different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it had a white powdery substance in it. Um, oh. And they also found a syringe. Um, now, I don't know if Mr. Goose or Gauss is <laughs> diabetic. Um, yeah. 
Uh, right. I didn't see they didn't see any info in there, um, but they went ahead and uh, grabbed that white powdery substance and they conducted a field test and it came out to be uh, positive uh, in a field test for uh, fentanyl. Oh wow! So you know fentanyl uh, made, made the news. Uh, we we all know that. Yeah. Uh, you know that's why cops are carrying Narcan uh, now. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he was arrested for uh, the possession and uh, uh, for using narcotics, and he's uh, currently sitting in the Collier County Jail, uh, and he's scheduled to appear in court uh, on April 11th. So I'm going to see if I can't log into the court docket over there and see uh, what transpires with that case. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a. Uh, you, you know, you're right there in the porta potty. You, do, do you think if I call for help, maybe I'll uh, help, help. Maybe some non-government official will show up. You know, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll just send yeah. the uh, the uh, the water fairies and the boo boo bus to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 they were probably staging. <laughs> probably staging until the scene was staged. probably. Yeah, to make sure it was clear. Make sure it was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Screaming and yelling like that. See, now I would have gone with immediately uh, kidney stones. That's what he was in there doing. Kidney stones. You know, but uh, but no. Right. Right. Yeah. He got his so. foot stuck under a plastic his- door. Yeah. So. Yes, under a plastic door. But <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you, can you really question it with Florida man being involved? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know the uh, the the really bad part about this story is that. Uh, yeah, somebody else he's going to sell that fentanyl to, and it's been on the floor in a porta potty. And you know that's just that's Ew. nasty. I'd I'd rather do the fentanyl than touch the bottom floor in a fent- <laughs> <laughs> the, the porta potty. <laughs> that's, that's you know what I I I think I would agree with you. <laughs> I think I would agree with you on that one. Uh, the, you know, definitely. Uh, uh, again, a, a, a pretty crappy situation to be in. But you know what? You know now he has uh, you know a, a, his own personal well maybe not one minute you know a steel toilet to use in the uh in the gray bar hotel over there in college <laughs> county there he goes got his own his, his own shiny aluminum can oh well uh major yeah, thank you for the privacy of the porta potty <laughs> that's no exactly exactly not yeah but you can't get your foot caught under that one so he's he's in luck there um uh, major thank you for joining us and please uh, uh be safe absolutely at all my brothers and sisters and boy remember Wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. You are so armed from radio somebody live from MagFlag.com studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. Do you think he was screaming? Or it was more of a. Owie, 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 owie. And if he was hurt, why not just put some fentanyl on it? The Caltech PMR30 <laughs> is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. It's Arms Room Radio. Uh, let's see. Well, that's it. Last segment, right? Already? Let's see. Uh, we, Bill, is the uh, he circles the tank. And then we get to the bottom of the tank right here in the last segment. Okay. So uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Um, the uh, man, did you what? You and I came up with so many one-liners for the fentanyl guy trapped in the bathroom during the break. <laughs> I just how do you get your how do you get your foot caught in a plastic door? I'd like to know how he got it caught and closed enough to latch it. Did he <laughs> not really. Uh, he, he, he was he was sampling on his own product. Well, not enough, right? Because if you're in pain, use the fentanyl. <laughs> use the fentanyl, right? You can figure that out later. I don't, yeah, that's true. I don't know what's going on with this guy? That's ridiculous. Um, all right, uh, let's take a look here. Take a look here. Last story. Last story. Oh, before we get into last story, I got to say hi to a couple of people out there. To uh, all my uh, fellow. Uh, uh, bullet launch and carrying buddies uh, from the 153 Cavalry Troop. Uh, had We had a reunion this week. So got to see guys I serve with and guys I uh, went overseas to Afghanistan with. And there's uh, no f- no finer group of people anywhere in the world. I'll just say that. We'll leave them, we'll leave nice, them alone. Nice. Yeah, yeah, just amazing people. Bunch Always, of dirty uh, scouts. Oh, man, they are just a bunch of filthy scouts is all they are. Dirty, rotten scouts. <laughs> That's all they are. Um, and, you know, we could think all we could think of was... Um, that somewhere in the Ukraine right now, there's some low-ranking scout having to cavil- carry twelve javelins on his back by himself. Because <laughs> they're like, they're like, come on, Rook, let's get this done. Keep up, let's come go, on. let's go. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. We got um, oh, this one. You know, listen, talking about uh, military stuff. This is a pretty good story. Um, veterans for veterans in crisis. There's gun shops out there, Earl, that'll hold their guns for them. 
uh, you know, rather than, but listen, we all know that there's a, there's a, some scuzzy uh, gun dealers out there. But that's in any business, you know, whether you're, you know, used cars or, I don't know, you know, fentanyl in a porta potty, you know, whatever, oh, whatever your I mean, business well, happens to be. Let, let, let's know? be realistic. If, if human beings are involved, there can be some bad apples. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh, not far from where I went to school. Oh, Lafayette. In, yeah, Lafayette. Um, in Lafayette, Louisiana, there's a, there's a gun store there. Uh, it's called the Rustic Renegade. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Pretty cool name. We might have to get this guy on. Caleb Morse is the uh, is the guy there, a veteran. Looks like he might be wearing a Marine Corps. No, that's just a tiger pattern shirt there. Um, and he calls, he runs a program called the Armory Project. I like this guy already. I like this guy already. The Armory Project. Uh, and that's uh, a project where he stores and, ma- and maintains firearms and accessories for veter- veterans that are experiencing mental health crisis. Um, so, so listen, first off, imagine if, uh, you, you know, you, you have a mental health pr- problem and this, this happens, listen, this happens a lot. We, we, we get this, you know, you come back from, uh, from overseas, whether it's two days, two years, 20 years, 30 years, and, and, and something kicks in and you're not able to deal with it and, and you want to get some help, you go get some help. Um, but if you got the firearms in your house, immediately that's what people start to do the pull panic thing. Oh, he's got firearms. He's got firearms. And rather than get your butt red flagged, right? Right. Um, hey, listen. If you got a, if you got a guy like this, I bet you if you found any veteran-owned gun store, they'd probably do this for you. Probably. Yeah, some of them might charge you a fee. You know, it depends on yeah, how big yeah, the store yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, I am ninety-nine point nine 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 percent. You wouldn't have. Would have charged the fee? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, yeah, we would have. Uh, we taken care of and put them away. In fact, we uh, we did this for a couple of people. Um, uh. Yeah, but I never thought about making it like an official, you know, organization yeah, and, yeah, and, and project it, out of it. You know, it's is, just something you did. You know, yeah, this this is something, and and I'm I know, well, what what little experience I've had dealing with veterans, like yourself and others, that if this is something that they know is available to them, of simply put, they can go down to their buddy's gun store, yeah. and let him ha- hang on to his firearms without having to potentially go through legal hassle of turning them in somewhere and then, you know, th- then doing another background check and yeah, all this yeah. of, hey, you know, you know, mem- mem- you know, you and I didn't serve together, but we were in the same area at different times. You know kind of what it was like. I'm having a tough time. Can yep. you hang on to these for me for a while? Not a problem. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. And and that's it. That's all it takes. And 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 I know I don't know what it is, but I know it exists. Uh, a unspoken veteran lingo, slang, jargon, acknowledgement. Yep. You know something. You know you good. Yeah, I'm good. All right, here you go. That's it. That's it. And this guy uh, evidently you know realized that that was uh, you know. Uh, lacking and, and, and made it so. You know, two years ago, a friend and a fellow veteran showed up at his at, at Caleb Morse. I'm gonna give this guy every pat him on the back. Uh, a gun shop and said, "Listen, I need you to take my guns from me. I'm going through some stuff right now. I don't want to. I, I don't want to have the temptation. I don't want people to think I have the temptation. Would you? Uh, would you take them in for me? And and he and he did. Um, listen, he, he he contacted a couple of you know uh, uh, lawyer friends and they said. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just like they're renting space from you. It's just like you're a, a storage unit. You just happen to be a, a, a secure storage unit. Um, and I guess they had to they had to figure out the issue of do you have to do the background check? Do you have to not do the background check? And I guess it was, no, that's his gun. Uh, that's his gun. In fact, so the state uh, filed, the state found out about this. And, and to keep any civil liability from him, you know, having somebody else's firearms, they, they passed a law that said uh, there would be no civil liability for a federally firearms licensed dealer who offered the temporary storage service to customers that were in need. And that passed it passed ninety four to zero. Nice. Yeah, ninety four nice. to zero. So so no Democrats objecting, no Republicans objecting, just help help the vets. Nice. Help the vets. Because uh, unfortunately that you know something that you know Kevin has you know given us privy to that a lot of people first thought of in this situation you know, they're they're afraid of a crisis situation. They want to uh do the best thing for themselves and, and potentially others, remove their firearms from their access, and a lot of people's first thought is turn them into law enforcement. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. law enforcement, simply put, is the worst decision to do if you ever want to get them back. Listen, folks, the, the, the rank-and-file cop we all know are probably made up of veterans or families of veterans. Yes, yes. Um, and those guys are and gals are hardworking, blue-collar people uh, that are professionals. However, the bosses and the administrators that make the policy say that if we get a gun off the streets, we're never giving it back. Uh, yeah. And they will do, even if the law says they have to. Earl and I have experienced it firsthand, um, would take years to get their firearms back. And when they get them back, they've usually been stacked in a trash can in the back somewhere with no care or maintenance being given to them. Yeah. Um, Not even wiped down with an oily rag. Exactly right. So, um, whereas if you need their, if you need law enforcement's help for a law enforcement issue, you call them. If you want to store firearms, listen. You know, first off, uh, if, if if you don't live in Louisiana, I'd call Kevin Maxwell. Yeah, because he knows I, he knows how to find a lawyer that'll help you store them. Yeah, right. and, and just forget, you know, or don't forget, we want to give him as much publicity as we can. If you are anywhere in the area of Lafayette, Louisiana, yep. and you are a veteran, hit up Caleb at the Rustic Renegade. Yeah, yeah, go uh, go make some purchases from this guy. Remember? Yeah. Um, so I guess they got together in that area, and they, now it's a coalition called the Veteran Informed Safety Intervention and Outreach Network, or Vision. And now it's up to 51 retailers in Louisiana. That in so- is awesome. In southern Louisiana. Any one of those 51, if you need to... If you're going through a crisis and you need to divest yourself of those firearms for safety purposes uh, so you can get the care that you need, um, then it's there. They're there for you. That is awesome. Um, that's, that's a great, great thing. Um, you know, Cause listen, I've, I've, and I'm still involved in two or three gun stores. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get in on this in the next, uh, next week. Yeah, because unfortunately yeah. It's, a, it's, a st- it's, a, it's a sad statistic but yep. statistically what we still lose on average 22 20, veterans 22 a, a day a day uh, unfortunately a day. Yeah. to themselves yeah yeah so folks that's it for today's show thank you for joining us it's always a pleasure to be here with you um if you are a veteran in crisis please call the veterans uh, helpline it's 800-273-8255 800-273-8255 or call any 
any helpline that uh, that that you can. Um, let's see. Thanks to Major Bill for joining us, uh, and uh, and don't forget to go to our Facebook page to make a donation to the uh, Office of Kevin C. Maxwell, the the rare breed trigger fund for fighting the ATF. Yes. Uh, and until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And if you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.